Welcome to the Unprocessed Knowledge Podcast. I am your host, Scott. You can find this podcast and stream this podcast for free on Spotify, the Apple Podcast app, and Google Play. This podcast is all about racial injustice, and we did not just start talking about it within the last six months. We've been talking about it the entire time. If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Speaking of talking about racial injustice the entire time, all of my work is available on Amazon.com. My first project, Systematic Racism and Capitalism, Alliance of Oppression. I wrote that book in 2014. That is available on Amazon.com. My second project, Hypocrisy in America, The Veil of White Supremacy. I wrote that book in 2015. That is available on Amazon.com. And my latest project, my first novel, Exodus 2035, which is also a novel, but it's all about racial injustice. That is available on Amazon.com as well. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for supporting. Speaking of supporting, everybody should be following me on Instagram at unprocessed underscore knowledge. That is my Instagram. Give me a follow. Give me a like. Give me a repost. <clears throat> Pardon me, guys. I'm, I'm up here sipping on some on some raw kombucha. <laughs> Shout out to my man Rip, the Taste to Consider podcast. He's you know, he, he he normally drinks on something a little bit stronger, but I'm drinking on raw kombucha, trying to get my health together. Today's broadcast is going to be all about confusion, being confused. That is a big problem under a system of racial injustice. They keep confusion going all the time. Now, education or Secretary of Education, Betsy DeVos. She made the rounds earlier this week. Her and the president are very adamant about getting schools open this fall. Uh, no matter what, they say schools must open. The president himself uh, made a comment on CBS News where he said it is dangerous for kids not to be in school because kids staying home from school, they are dying. Now, I don't understand what that means. Um, I would like him to expound on that. I was very confused when I heard him say that. I don't understand how kids being homeschooled and not physically being in school is putting their lives in danger. Maybe he has some some evidence, some data, some facts he would like to present to back that up. But I found that very confusing. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, education Secretary of Education Betsy DeVos was on various national news outlets talking about how she wants all schools to be open and the big question on everybody's mind is well how can we open schools under cdc guidelines and social distance and keep our children safe what is the plan to keep kids safe well she really didn't have one she just kept saying we got to open these schools kids need to be in school but if you can't open the schools safely under the COVID guidelines, then of course, you know, as a concerned parent, which I am not, I do not have children, but if you are a concerned parent, 
your primary concern is the safety of your children. Now, from what I understand, various school districts are going to do various things. Uh, Everybody's doing something different. Some schools are giving parents an option of sending their kids to school or homeschooling. Some school districts are having like a hybrid system, like a few days a week. Kids are coming. Some school systems are saying there's no way we'll be able to open at all. You know, that there is no uniform policy uh, or blanket policy across the country on how they're going to be doing this. But one thing I would like to bring up is we can't lose sight of what is being taught in the school. If I was a parent, one thing I would like to think about as I'm weighing my decision on whether or not my you know children should be in school or at home is what is being taught and would my child benefit more if they were home and I could oversee a little bit more clearly what's being taught in these schools, what type of information is being put in their heads, um, how they're being conditioned, especially when it comes to that history. I am not a opponent of any type of educational system, homeschool, send your kids to school, charter school, private school, public school, private tutor. Whatever you do is your business. My thing is, let's not confuse these kids. Accurate information needs to be taught especially when it comes to history and social studies. Because that's where the game really gets run. Let's go into the first clip. What we found out is that how you learn about topics like slavery and the civil rights movement really depends on where you live and the textbooks you're using. And some of the textbooks we looked at, there's information that may surprise you. Is there a problem with how we teach American history in this country? Yes. Renowned scholar Dr. Ibram X. Kendi can't believe what students are learning about America's past. Reviewing these texts closely, you know, now I can see why so many students get to college and and they're like, why didn't we learn this in high school? Because it isn't in these texts. We asked Kendi, a CBS News contributor, to take a look at four textbooks used in public school classrooms. The first book, The American Pageant, is used to teach advanced placement history. The publisher of the book says more than 5 million students learn from it each year. We looked at the 16th edition of the book, published in 2016. So here on on page 346, it says, in the deeper south, many free blacks were mulattoes. The term mulatto is a racist slur Mm -hmm. against biracial people. The book also includes this map referring to enslaved Africans in 1775 as immigrants alongside the Dutch, the Scottish, and the German. To refer to them again as immigrants Mm -hmm. insinuates that they chose to come, the African people who almost totally were forced to come and certainly did not want to come to the United States in chains. Just to see if things have changed, we looked at the latest edition of the book published this year. The map is still there. The assignment asked students to put a price on slaves. What and how students learn about history is different everywhere and sometimes problematic. The teacher, who is white, told them to write 
funny captions on images of freed slaves. There are reports the teacher made black students act as slaves. There is no national standard for what history is taught. Each state sets standards which outlines what students are expected to learn. CBS News took a look at the social studies standards for all 50 states and the District of Columbia. We found seven states do not directly mention slavery and eight do not mention the civil rights movement. Only two states mentioned white supremacy and 16 list states' rights as a cause of the Civil War, which Kendi says is a problem. This was the term that the Confederate states that later segregationists and even some slaveholders utilized to hide that they were really fighting for the rights of slaveholders. Kevin Ellis is the chair of the Texas State Board of Education. About 10% of the nation's students attend a Texas public school. In 2018, the state changed its standards to teach slavery as the central cause of the Civil War, but it still mentions states' rights. Should states' rights even be taught at all? So I think even when you look at states' rights, it focused around slavery. And so what, we d what we're doing now is just being clear that those states' rights that the South was fighting over was states' rights for them to have slavery. Kendi also took a look at this textbook, Texas History, which is adopted by the state to teach middle school social studies. It covers topics including slavery and the Civil War. This is a picture, and the caption says, some U.S. settlers brought slaves to Texas to help work the fields and do chores. And, you know, I don't, I don't think we should describe uh, slave labor as chores. All right. A big part of the system of racism is deception. And a big part of deception is confusion. And the enemy is a master of words. Which you heard in that book, uh, in that clip I just played is not an accident. That clip, courtesy of CBS News. They are trying to slowly rewrite history. That's why we have to tell the truth in these history books. And we have to tell the truth to our children using accurate history, logic, and facts to back it up in case they challenge you. If you do not do that, sooner or later, your child is going to come home and show you a book he got in school and say that his ancestors weren't slaves. They were immigrant workers. And Thomas Jefferson got into an entanglement with Sally Hemmings, who worked for him. All right. <laughs> Look, what they're trying to do is they're trying to confuse these kids. It's no different than when I was in school and they taught me about how Christopher Columbus discovered America and how great the founding fathers were and how great a man George Washington was. And when they taught black history in February, you know, they always taught us that our history started in slavery and then Abraham Lincoln let the slaves free. And they teach you about Dr. King and Frederick Douglass. And. Uh, hmm, almost drew a blank there. Harriet Tugman. <laughs> 
Thurgood Marshall. They teach you about Jackie Robinson. Even during so-called Black History Month, they only teach our children about the black experience and black leaders that white people are comfortable teaching them. They're comfortable teaching them about Frederick Douglass and Dr. King and Harriet Tugman and Thurgood Marshall. And when I was in school, you know, Jackie Robinson, I, I imagine now they, they teach kids about Barack Obama because he was the first black president. I don't have children in school, so I don't know. But they don't feel comfortable teaching you about Malcolm X, Marcus Garvey, the Black Panthers, Nat Turner. They only feel comfortable giving you us giving our children a certain amount of information and they will twist that information and try to warp that information and teach them inaccurate history. Fake news, as the president calls it. Right. That's where these kids get confused. And if we don't stay on top of that as a community, if we don't stay on top of that as a people, if we don't stay on top of that as parents, then they won't know any better. All right. Think about think about yourself when you were in child in school. How long was it until you figured out what Christopher Columbus really did to the Native Americans? How old were you before you found out that black people had a history before they came to America in chains? How long or how old were you before you figured out the various groups doing the civil rights movement? You know, it was more people out there getting busy than just Dr. King and Malcolm X. Think about that. Confusion, confusion, confusion. They keep it going. And they keep it going because that is an easy way for people to not be focused on racial injustice right it's the old divide and conquer i'm gonna tell you what something is not right i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna convince you that the problems that you have in your community i'm gonna convince you that it's black on black crime i'm convinced you that is you know uh based on your education i'm gonna convince you that it's all about how much money you make I'm going to convince you that it's really about the political party that you're affiliated with. Anything to distract you from systematic racism, white supremacy. Right. They will tell you that it's everything but that. They'll tell you it's because, oh, you, you know, your parents didn't go to college or. They'll just make up any type of old thing, anything to distract you, anything to keep you confused, anything to keep the system of oppression from being dismantled and being replaced with a system of justice. In the clip, they talked about states' rights. That's very important because states' rights is a code word. During the civil rights movement, they talked about states' rights. That's why a lot of the southern states, they got upset when the Civil Rights Act was passed because that's a federal law which supersedes state laws and they got all up in arms about states rights well what states rights were were being infringed on that they were upset about jim crow segregation the laws that they passed 
to terrorize and oppress black people were being overturned by the federal government. And they say, hey, man, you know, states have rights. We like our government small. You know, we, we like the states to be in control. Right. That's a code word. Look out for states rights, guys. And while we're talking about confusion, let's, let's, let's talk about a ball of confusion. Let's talk about <laughs> the Tucker Carlson show. Tucker Carlson has a lead writer on his show named Blake Neef, who was forced to resign from his position for racist, misogynistic, and homophobic comments he was making online. Now, this is the lead writer for the Tucker Carlson show. Now, anytime, and this is a statement that Fox News had to come out and make. You know, anytime Fox News makes a statement saying that you're racist, that means you was really doing the most. So, Blake Neef would go online to these, you know, online message boards and use a fake name and just let loose <laughs> racist, misogynistic, and homophobic slurs and comments, and he's been doing it for years. Okay. He's worked on the Tucker Carlson show for the last. He's been the lead writer on the Tucker Carlson show for the last three and a half years. Tucker Carlson show is the most highly rated show on Fox News, by the way. He gets over four point three million viewers every night. Blake Neef has been going online to these message boards, you know, on these on these racist rants for the last five years. So the entire time he was the lead writer on the Tucker Carlson show. Now let me explain for those who don't know how how these cable news shows work. They have writers, right? Tucker Carlson has a script. He sits down and he reads from a teleprompter. Tucker Carlson, he's on air personality. But he's sitting down and he's reading someone else's words. Those words that he's reading that 4.3 million people consume every night were written by Blake Neef. He's his lead writer. Blake Neef even said himself, anything Tucker Carlson says, I wrote the first draft of it. And he has been exposed by his employer, Fox News. This is not me name calling. Right. This is not me guessing. Fox News, his employer, put out a statement calling him racist, misogynistic and homophobic. And he had to resign. Let's listen to some of the just some of the most recent things uh, Tucker Carlson has said on his show that. Blake Neef uh, contributed to. To a remarkable degree, federal law enforcement is now driven by political imperatives. Certain kinds of so-called hate crimes top the list of priorities. They'll draw the FBI faster than you could summon the local police to your house during a home invasion, even when, as is so often the case, they turn out to be hoaxes. White supremacy is just that prevalent in America, they tell us. It's everywhere. Except it's not. That's a lie. White supremacy is not ubiquitous in America. It's not a crisis. It's not even a meaningful category. It is incredibly rare. You could easily live your entire life in this country without meeting a single person who believes anything like that. Most of us have lived lives like that. I have. 
What is a crisis in America and a growing crisis is left-wing extremism and violence. This matter is now more popular than either major political party. So don't be surprised when they come for your church. Why wouldn't they? No one is stopping them. This may be a lot of things, this moment we're living through, but it is definitely not about black lives. And remember that when they come for you, and at this rate, they will. We have a moral obligation to admit the world's poor, they tell us, even if it makes our own country poorer and dirtier and more divided. In the year 2000, Hazleton's population was 2% Hispanic. Just 16 years later, Hazleton is majority Hispanic. That's a lot of change. This pace of change makes societies volatile, really volatile, just as Ours has become volatile. That's happening all over the country. The culture their parents and grandparents had built evaporated. Overall, this is the least racist country in the history of the world. Millions of Africans want to move here. Many already have. Our last president was black. What are you talking about? Now, if you were paying attention in that clip, Tucker Carlson said, you know, he has never matter race a white what racist white supremacist in his life except for the dude he works with every day who writes his script <laughs> okay this is the same dude that went on the blog post and clearly said black people were inferior and prone to violence see these a lot of these these white supremacists are actually very cowardly they go online to these little secret message boards and, and change their name and they really let loose on their racism. But the only difference is when Blake Neef had to write the script for the Tucker Carlson show, he had to code his language differently. Did you, did you hear all the coded languages in those clips? Black Lives Matter, they're coming for your house. They're coming for you. What? There's no racism in America. We just elected a black president. What? African people want to come here all the time. What you're talking about? This is the place to be for black folks. What? Racist? Racism? No such thing as racism. A dude who just got exposed for being a ra- fired by Fox News for being a racist. That's telling you there's no such thing as racism. Confusion. <laughs> confusion, confusion, confusion. Can't fall for it. Right? And has anybody, is anybody surprised that this type of thing will be coming from Fox News, a lead writer on the Tucker Carlson show, which has been criticized for racism and racist dog whistles for years. Is anybody surprised? Is anybody surprised that this very same program gets 4.3 million viewers every night? Is anybody surprised? You shouldn't be. As I said, if Fox News releases a statement saying they had to distance themselves from you because you were racist, you were really doing the most. Tucker Carlson did address this on his show. He did not um, issue an apology. He just released a statement saying that, yes, um, his lead writer was relieved of his duties and that he didn't have anything to do with the show and you know he, he didn't know this kid was doing this well he had everything to do with the show dude that's he writes your script everything you say he writes the first draft of it that's what he said all of these white nationalist talking points those came from him he is your show now you got to find another white nationalist to write your show 
you just gotta you just gotta make sure he 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 just you know don't go on these message boards um or at least get exposed for going on these message boards going on these racist rants which they all do they all you know they all go on these message boards and say all type of vile disrespectful things about black folks and secrecy thinking you know thinking nobody's gonna find them out and know who they are that's just another eh, another way they try to keep us confused and last but not least i would say a lot of people are confused about what's going on out here with the COVID 19 the rules regulations what's safe to do what's not safe to do my the best advice i'm not a doctor the best advice i have is always err on the side of caution and just use common sense be safe be safe be safe safety first nobody knows anything that's my stance on it nobody knows anything for sure so since nobody knows anything let's err on the side of caution and at the same time use common sense use logic not going to keep you guys too much longer that's been the broadcast let's try not to be confused if you enjoy the broadcast share with a friend once again everybody should be following me on twitter at unprocessed underscore knowledge all my work is available on amazon.com the breakdown between capitalism and systematic racism systematic capitalism and racism alliance of oppression is available on amazon.com my full breakdown on systematic racism white supremacy hypocrisy in america the veil of white supremacy is available on amazon.com and my first novel exodus 2035 is available on amazon.com in between listening to this broadcast listening for some more fire to listen to go ahead and check out the you and you podcast the unproductive and unapologetic podcast check out a taste to consider podcast check out separate the two podcasts and be on the lookout for the highly anticipated three stars two bars podcast that's my time i'm out of here guys